0: came from sailor sailor that are the the, the, on land, the only viable uh, available
1: <laughs>
0: although they did did did, 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 did. uh-huh <laughs> twice
1: Hello and welcome. We are the Ladies of Strange. I'm Tiffany. I'm Rebecca. And we're supervised. Supervised. supervised yeah. yeah. Hey guys. Hi. Uh, we sound a little different this week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm here. Again. Yeah. You're welcome. Yes. And
1: our lady Ashley, you know, life happens. She needed to do some other stuff. And
0: Rebecca was like, Girl, give me your spoons. I got this. Yes, then because I don't have spoons, I went and opened a drawer, shook it out a little bit, and the intern fell out, and he was <laughs> holding a spoon, so I distracted him with a meme and took a spoon.
1: I am so glad he got a World's Best Intern mug for his birthday. Right? <laughs> he deserves it. A little bit. All right, so we're swapping things up a little bit. Rebecca's going to be telling us something, and
0: you and I are just going to sit back and enjoy and by us, I mean the intern. The intern made notes again. These were actually made before the notes I did the last time I was here. Oh. But I don't remember why we decided not to go with them. But we're going with them now. And he did explicitly tell me to read through them first. I mostly did. <laughs> yes. And if you listen closely, you can hear an intern's head smack against a desk somewhere. <laughs> Perfect. Let's do this. So, like the first third of it, I know what's happening, but I have no idea what the end looks like. It's fine. <laughs> Spoons. Spoons. What are they? I'm like, this is a lot of text, and I'll I'll find out what it says later. <laughs> Perfect. I'm not that funny, Tiffany.
1: It's, I'm happy. I'm enjoying myself. Okay.
0: Normally, I write long, relatively well-researched topics while simultaneously trying to think of your questions before you ask them. That's the intern talking, not me. Um, this is not one of those times. Perfect. Back in 1858, Charles Darwin proposed a theory to the scientific community. You might have heard of it. It says that all species evolve through a process called natural selection. We all come from a common ancestor back up the tree of life. Nowadays, everyone knows humans diverge from the monkey family line approximately 5 to 8 million years ago. Yes. If you look at the evolutionary tree, the closest relative to humans in the subfamily homini...
1: Yep. Knew that one. All
0: right. I expected you to go homina, homina, homina. <laughs> oh, I miss Ash. Okay. Because um, <laughs> she would have done that. Subfamily homini are chimpanzees and bonobos. <laughs> it's a monkey tip. I know it's a monkey,
1: <laughs> but I love that name.
0: Chimps and humans do look pretty similar, but are they really our closest relative? It's pretty weird. They don't look too much like us and multiple subfamilies on the good old tree of life has, have extensive similarities.
1: Um, like the banana that's got, what is it? Is it
0: 99% DNA similarity or something? What? <laughs> to humans. Do, do bananas share 99% of their DNA with humans? Yeah. It's, oh, I left that, my phone somewhere. That doesn't sound right. No. We're it, just going to leave that hanging there and have one of our fans tell us in the discord. <laughs> but us, we have partial webbing between our fingers for no good reason. Tiffany, did you just look at your hands? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> It's like I do
1: <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little distracted this week.
0: <laughs> uh, we shed our hair anywhere between five and one hundred hairs a day and the ones we do have on our body are is kind of smooth and fine. Mm-hmm. The human spine is extremely flexible compared to apes despite our layers of insulating fat. Hey now.
1: Speak for yourself, home skillet.
0: I think it just means like as far as our torso is concerned, it's pretty mobile.
1: I know. I was just being easily offended
0: for a moment. I mean, it's the intern. He wrote this. Not to mention the fact that humans stupidly sweat out water and salt, precious materials that we have no efficient way to replenish on our own. What other land mammals have these adaptations? perhaps we've been looking at this thing with tunnel vision, seeing that we want to see seeing what we want to see because visually obviously monkeys are our closest ancestor, and is this the confirmation bias fallacy in action? Oh, well, damn, intern's
1: using like I, I know what he's saying, but <laughs> when you say it like that, it sounds like a bunch of big words all jumbled up
0: that's how language works I know'm <laughs> paying attention,
1: I'm focused, I know.
0: Let's take a step back and take a fresh, skeptical look at it. Maybe it's not monkeys we're the most similar to. Heck, let's go a step farther and say maybe it's not even land mammals. Oh, oh no.
1: <laughs> oh, no. I was getting real excited for something off the wall, but I'm not happy.
0: <laughs> Why? What, what, what do you think's going to happen, Tiff? He's going to try and make
1: us related to whales.
0: Humans can't fly without mechanical intervention. So that rules out the sky. But overall, we're pretty well adapted for the water. Let's run with that for a moment. Mm,
1: I'm not happy with where (laughs) this is going.
0: There's no Ashley here to buff. Actually, she's usually on my side with this. Yeah, no,
1: I'm not happy with anybody.
0: We can control our breathing just like marine mammals. The average dolphin can hold their breath for 8 to 10 minutes, something achievable for an average human with some practice. What the? What? And that's just the average human. With training, we can go much, much farther wait how who can hold their breath that long on march 27th (gasps) 2021 a male 56 year old free diver broke the world record and held his breath for nearly 25 minutes no yeah (gasps) specifically 24 minutes and 37.36 seconds that's terrifying that's a long time that's all that's an entire episode of the office
1: Uh, wow
0: yeah Oh,
1: you wouldn't make an entire episode of The Office. You'd laugh too much and use sure. up some of that precious
0: uh-huh. oxygen. The female record is eighteen minutes and thirty-two point five nine seconds, and was set in two thousand nine. Mm. Not a fan. Please keep breathing, Tiff. You you can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> the Moken are an Austronesian people of the. I am going to butcher this. The Mergui Archipelago. Sure a group of approximately 800 islands claimed by both Burma and Thailand. They're so well adapted to water their children can adjust their vision by contracting their people so precisely underwater to adjust for water distortion. (gasps) That's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. They can actually see better than European children with resolution being more than twice as good. It's as if they were wearing a mask. What? Yeah. cool. It's like a superpower. Their water aptitude is so strong that Moken... Directly translated is sea people. Mm. Hmm. Ooh. We're descended from mermaids. Okay, I'm back on board. It's said that the myth of mermaids oh! Oh! <laughs> came from sailors mistaking manatees while out at sea. Everyone knows that urban legends and myths always have a grain of truth in them. That's how they start in the first place. So, what situation would lead so many ancient cultures having the concept of mermaids? They all must be seeing the same sort of thing to spark the same mythology but maybe it's not a myth oh man i'm back on board with this <laughs> in turn <laughs> humans have so many adaptations to excel in the water perhaps there was a branch of the human ancestry that sparked the mermaid tales. the ocean is so vast and so unexplored that roughly 150 new species of marine fish are described each year Are described each year Maybe discovered? Maybe discovered? I hope. Maybe. In mm. turn, you should you should have read through these before I presented them.
1: <laughs> Says the girl who read through two-thirds of them beforehand.
0: Uh-huh. Just 5% of Earth's oceans have been explored and charted, especially the ocean below the surface. I hate that fact. So maybe, just maybe, mermaids are real because we evolved from them. Yeah! yes Uh, author's note okay stay with me here (laughs) no i am so on board you have no idea i uh,
1: kind of miss the skepticism (laughs) i'm driving this choo-choo train underwater it's a that makes it a sub (laughs) it's fine or (laughs) an accident it's a submarine that has adequate plumbing and we're not gonna blow up because of a toilet
0: huh let's throw back to my fear of toilets episode was oh right 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 right, 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 right the complicated right. German engineering toilets? Because of course they would. Yeah, these thoughts aren't a fever dream, and they certainly aren't new. In fact, back in 1960, it was even published in the magazine New Scientist.
1: Ooh.
0: Written by Professor Sir Alistair Hardy, the article was "Man More Aquatic in the Past." was published in the March 17th edition of A New Scientist. He proposed what would be known as the aquatic ape hypothesis. His theory suggested that in a hostile terrestrial environment, our ancestors found both comfort and resources not from the trees, but from the water. Hmm. Time and time again, through fossil records, we see excessive reproduction, which leads to community overpopulation and shortage of resources. When this happens, prehistoric animals had to find alternative sources of food and means to survive. With supplies and shelter drying up online, the only thing available may have been the sea. Okay. And this wouldn't be the only time that land animals took to the water to survive. Less than 500,000 years ago, a branch of the ancestral brown bear line went to the water and adapted to become what are now known as polar bears. What? Migrating to the water not only isn't unheard of, it happened successfully. You know, I
1: sounded shocked, but that makes a lot of sense. I was just, when he said brown bears, I was like, oh my god, seals came from bears. I'm so excited. Um, I just, That's
0: not the direction he was going. I know. My brain played a trick on me. Mm-hmm. So what could have happened in the humanic line? Perhaps competition forced a subset of pre-humans out of the trees and into the shallows to hunt for sea urchins, shellfish, and whatever edible substance they could acquire. Closer to the equator, where the water is warmer, perhaps they prefer the shallows, first grabbing at fish haphazardly, but over time developing more and more attuned movements. Even today, there are civilizations that can catch fish with their bare hands. The idea isn't far-fetched and isn't exclusive to catfish. Wait. Oh, because oh, they've got those catfishing shows? The noodling shows? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just thought it was like, you know, that move... Oh well, yeah, and then suddenly there's the fish. Oh no, no! Apparently <laughs> there's an Res- art form I'm, to I'm, it. I'm kind of surprised the intern knows about noodling for some reason. Same. And I'm also kind of hoping he didn't know that was that's what it was called, or he's shocked at how southern we are. <laughs> hey, y'all, we're from Georgia. <laughs> we haven't mentioned it in a while. Yeah, Yeah. And just like today, over time, our ancestors would teach their children their secrets and techniques. They'd soon realize that the bigger fish are out in the deeper water, and to reach them, they need to get better at swimming. Until that point, they could get slightly farther into the water by standing upright, allowing them to keep their heads above water. Okay. Naturally, they'd get better at swimming. At holding their breath, over generations, Hardy suggested it become easier and obvious that the children were the most comfortable in the water. After all, today, human babies instinctively hold their brass underwater. They already know how to swim while monkeys at the same developmental stage are known to drown.
1: Oh, that's sad. <laughs> I don't like that fact.
0: It's just, it's just a fact.
1: Yeah, don't like it. He needs to learn which facts to leave in
0: and which facts to take out. If he hasn't learned by now, he oh, might be doing it on purpose. I was going to say he knows. Taking a look at our bipedalism, another oddity stands out. While land animals can be temporarily bipedal like some reptiles are while running or for slightly longer stints like monkeys and bears, it isn't their preferred mode of transportation. Even the familiar apes that live within the trees sit in a position with their hips and knees extremely flexed. That's <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca looks at herself sitting in the I chair. I can't s- sit normally in a chair, okay? The only animals that have their spines habitually and completely vertical with an erect, consistent gait are humans and penguins. Another animal that lives partially in the water. Oh. I have a problem with these notes. These are just correlations and don't, like... Oh, but it makes so much sense. No, it... No, how? It's just two things. It's like, just because your hair in the wall is purple doesn't mean that's your uncle. Oh, yeah.
1: I don't get that connection, but I get this, is this penguin. Different? <laughs> I get the penguin. Okay.
0: <laughs> our hair pattern is also part, possibly a sign of seaborne life. Humans, who aren't haggard, only grow thick patches of hair on our head, the part of us that often sticks up out of the water. <laughs> He's redeemed himself. <laughs> All of their hair has been lost to reduce drag in the water while swimming. Everything else grows in fine strains and consistently throughout the body. Not only does the thick head hair keep us warm, it also protects us from the UV rays of the sun. Mm. As someone who got their scalp burned to shit as a kid, I disagree with that. <laughs> but I was very blonde. Okay. Yeah, and
1: very pale.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. As a blonde child who spent every day out in the sun and never got burnt
0: must be nice Uh, it was Mm -hmm. anyway the body hair we do retain is interesting because if you look at the hair tracks the direction in which the hairs lie on the body they're fundamentally different from monkeys take the (laughs) take the hair on our backs they all point in lines to meet towards the middle of one spine this is an aerodynamic arrangement to help streamline the human body in water i didn't know that that's not... No. I'm going to have to
1: check out Matthew's
0: back. <laughs> oh my god. There's, 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 there's I don't know how the red yarn reached the two points. I adore you, Flustered. <laughs> it's like, just because it grows in a certain direction doesn't mean that's where the crow flies. Like, are you crazy?
1: But if it doesn't grow in that direction on monkeys, who are closest ancestral relatives,
0: so... I can see the point he's making. We're part of the same, like, species, and we look very different. You have significantly more hair than I do. That is
1: very valid, (laughs) yes. Also, we are closely related to
0: bananas, so... And bananas have no hair for following your logic. Exactly. Anyway. (laughs) Aerodynamic back hair. And there's even... Please ask Matthew how aerodynamic he is. (laughs) (laughs) And there's an explanation for some people's favorite feature. Oh. Men's facial hair. Oh. Oh, too bad Ashley's not here. <laughs> <laughs> she is a thing for beards. Yeah, as everyone probably knew. <laughs> yeah, very large thing for beards. <laughs> it's fun for me to get her flustered by sending her pictures I find. Humans have very large sebaceous follicles all over their face, neck, and upper torso. These follicles aren't connected to the rest of the hair follicles all over the body and produce lots of oily substance called sebum. I know how to pronounce sebum.
1: I don't, but uh, this is exciting. Okay. I didn't know that about not being connected to the other hair follicles. Why would they be connected to the other hair follicles? Oh, well, that implies that all the other hair follicles are connected in some way. Why would they be connected?
0: Whatever. Seals also produce large quantities of sebum, and many aquatic birds secrete lots of oil. The sebum production helps keep facial hair supple, fatty, waterproof, and well-fitting so that manes remain streamlined even in the water. Oh, shit. Look at this. While we're talking about fancy biology terms, let's take a look at our fat layer. Those extra pounds you've been trying to get rid of are actually really helpful. It's called subcutaneous fat layer. And those silly Darwin lovels- lovers would say that this layer of fat stores energy for our systems to fall back on in case food becomes scarce. I also love how like he's giving me pronunciations for all the these terms. Mm-hmm. Because he forgot I work in the medical field. <laughs> <laughs> all of these I've seen before yeah but you had also seen orgy before so okay but i have a i have a like a defense to that that's something i definitely read before i learned how it was pronounced or like pseudoscience
1: yes exactly this makes me happy
0: yeah that also jiggles when we dance (laughs) yeah it does stop dancing Uh, But subcutaneous fat usually consists of more than 15% of our body weight and is made up of white fat regardless of the season. For the most part, this fat is evenly distributed throughout the central body parts. Uh, There's no $10, says Ashley makes a snarky comment here if she hasn't imploded. Oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Ashley, reach out to us when you listen to this and let us know in Discord.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. The fat is found in all warm-blooded species that are often in contact with water. Another word for this fat in marine mammals is... Adipose. Blubber. Oh, yeah, that too. (laughs) Blubber. Blubber. For reference, seals, whales, and manatees have 20 to 40% subcutaneous fat. And we have 15. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. This proportion of subcutaneous fat to body weight isn't found in any other land mammal. Oh. Our large brains and ability for speech could also be explained by an aquatic past. The strong expansion of the cortex for the mouth and throat is expected in diving species such as dolphins and whales. This also leads to a reduced sense of smell, a sense that is vastly subpar in humans compared to our other land-dwelling friends. Valid. I feel like my mouth is not big enough to be compared to a dolphin. Stop trying to deep throat your microphone (laughs) to be able to speak the way that humans do two sections of the brain must have evolved over time the Bracca area and the Wernicke's why is there a Z at the end of that pronunciation there's no Z whatever the Bracca and Wernicke area the Bracca area allows language to be mine's not working (laughs) The Bracca area allows language to be produced in a fluent way, while the Wernicke area allows us to understand and make sense of the language once we hear it. The Bracca area also allows for finer air regulation, while the Wernicke area is uniquely human brain structure. There's, he referenced that. Okay. He, he has references in his notes, like, oh, like foot, footnotes. Okay. Get it, boy. Verbal communication, as we know, it is reliant on both the Broca area and the Wernicke area existing. Okay. So what makes a monkey's brain different in comparison? The Broca area didn't develop the fine airway control that exists in humans, and the Wernicke area is completely absent, although they did develop a similar portion of the brain. It wasn't nearly as complex. All of our advantages came from ancestral humans evolving in the water. Okay, so... But- why? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not following along with that one so far. I think he's just saying that, like, he's probably going to go in to explain how, like, a- uh, marine life have pretty solid communications. Like, their noises mean something different. And uh-huh. monkeys are less a- advanced in that as far as that's concerned. Hmm. And that makes the, the water mammals similar to us. But... we, we Didn't... Mm-hmm. Weren't you supposed to read through these notes beforehand? Shh. <laughs> Shh. No, <laughs> my Warnicky wasn't working. <laughs> um. Now the human body. And before you yell at me, intern. Yes, I know reading is different from like speech and audio. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um. So what? Now the human body is in water. It floats. This is often proven at bath time with any child or at any large body of water. When we allow this weightlessness to cradle us as we grow, it reduces the amount of weight put on our spine allowing it to grow larger and without any limiting values such as how much weight it can hold while upright mm-hmm. not to mention everyone knows fish is good brain food it's full of polyunsaturated fats such as docosahexaenoic acid yeah. author's note which i 100 percent put in here for rebecca to stumble through <laughs> I adore him. It's not a far leap to imagine how a different set of communication would evolve in the same way dolphins and whales speak just because it hasn't been heard yet. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist after after all sounds like the bloop appear all the time. According to scientists. Okay. Do you know what the bloop is? I do know what the bloop is. Um, it wasn't that the sound that my cats like heard on (laughs) YouTube and got way too focused. Yes. Um, this one I'm not following along with as much. I think because he's referenced whales so many times. I think. I think you're starting to disassociate. Yeah, perhaps a yet unknown species is hiding in the ocean's depths, hiding from the utterly terrifying hairless land apes who destroy everything they touch. Their method of communication would be like dolphins' sonar, and unlike it, all the all at the same time. The sound mixed with other oceanic ambient noises would have produced bloop-like sounds. Hmm. All this makes perfect sense and seems to answer every question, but there is a problem. The aquatic ape hypothesis is what scientists call theory of everything. It's just too perfect, too extravagant, and too simple an explanation for everything it claims to resolve. Habitual bipedalism, larger brains, and communication all evolved at different points in the human ancestral timeline. They appeared over millions of years. No evolutionary traits just appear over a generation or two.
1: I mean, that makes sense. But also, he got me so on board, and now he's going to
0: destroy this? Mm -hmm. I don't like that. Okay, Rebecca. (laughs) How's this my fault? This is something you would do. Yep. It's not to mention that any time someone mentions water and human evolution, proponents of the aquatic ape hypothesis lose their mind and jump through hoops to connect the dots. It's like they have pictures of different evolutionary milestones taped up on a wall and are connecting them in a wild mess of red yarn. (laughs)
1: you two are the same person (laughs)
0: which which again just because of the same mean doesn't mean they're related but it's fun to think about and i mean every it's fun cocktail conversation that is it but i'm sure
1: if you bring up evolution to somebody who's never heard of it before they're like oh my god look at the red string Uh uh-huh yeah Um, so (laughs) who's to say
0: this isn't right it's fine the difference is there's a lot of evidence that, like, yeah, we share parts of our DNA with other things. Like bananas. I don't I'm going to have to Google that. Um, as time went on, more and more proof was discovered to bury and utterly destroy Hardy's hypothesis. Nowadays, it's considered as pseudoscience and often more popular with the lay public rather than scientists. Oh, The whole thing is often flat-out ignored by anthropologists. Despite this, a hypothesis made a research it's in 2012. Why... Well, blame Animal Planet.
1: Oh my goodness. I love Animal Planet.
0: <laughs> what happened in 2021? 2012. Wow. That's not the same. The <laughs> Costa Concordia cruise ship was capsized. I forgot that happened. Lo- there's too many capsizing, including my mental health. <laughs> <laughs> when everything's an emergency, nothing is. Okay, guys? Um, London hosted the Olympics. Oh, that did happen. <laughs> I'm, oh i'm so old london hosts the olympics that one skydiver broke the sound barrier by leading himself out of a spaceship oh do you remember that
1: yes
0: the red bull skydiver yeah oh, what was i doing in 2012 i was in college 2012 i was meeting my husband congrats thanks how's that working out for him G- great for me not for him <laughs> Uh, eating out of a spaceship, an animal planet first aired a program titled Mermaids, the body found. I love it. On Sunday, May 27th, 2012, over 1.9 million viewers viewed in to watch the Mocky Docu fiction. There was not an extra <laughs> you in that, but I like mine better. I, I prefer yours. Mocky Docu fiction. It was a fictional TV show styled as a documentary. Oh no, people took it seriously, didn't they? Yeah. Interviewing scientists and showing edited animated footage. Oh no, and this was supposed to be a credible ish source. It was shown back to back with its sequel, Mermaid's New Evidence, for a 90 minute total running time, 120 minutes with commercials, presumably. I love this. Bad science. It used the documentary format to introduce viewers to the aquatic ape hypothesis by showing whistleblowers from the U.S. National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. The scientists claim. That while the Navy were testing sonar weapons, weapons, it caused whales to be hit and beached as a result. While investigating the whole dead whale on a beach thing, the NOAA scientists claimed to have discovered an aquatic ape figure at a site who was also beached and the whole incident was promptly covered up by the Navy. Ah,
1: I love a good whistleblower.
0: Mm. A pseudoscience
1: whistleblower. There you
0: go. But while sonar tests beaching dolphins and whales it is an unfortunate truth exposed by lots of journalists bringing it to the public's attention as early as 2001 or even 1998, it's okay, Tiffany. It's not okay, but, like, we'll be fine. Breathe. Yeah, I know, but also
1: that seems like the way you said it was like, oh, my God, that was so long ago, but... It was, and I'm having a crisis. Mm -hmm. Continue.
0: The stranded aquatic ape featured in mobile phone videos filmed by witnesses to the event were not. The NOAA scientists were actors, and the whole thing was for entertainment values only. While this might be obvious, back in 2012, Animal Planet and Discovery Network of channels had a reputation back then of being purely educational. They were the same network that gave us Steve Irwin. They had a few reality shows such as Hillbilly Hand Fishing. This isn't just visiting Rebecca's family. You joke, but that's also true. And also know how I know about noodling, Noodling. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I mean, I do know how to lay a trot line. It's fine. Um, But for the most part, they were docudramas based in reality. But the narrator spoke in a serious tone, and all the actors did a great job at conveying the seriousness of the fake issue. It was all too easy to take the contact. Content as fact, oh which God. I have 100% done before and just totally led people wildly astray.
1: Yeah, you live for doing that.
0: I once had my coworker accidentally cause my coworker to Google what a titanium magnet was. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you
1: listening who aren't sure, um, titanium is not magnetic.
0: I mean, we kept them next to the buckets of steam in the shop, so I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. Da, 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 da. Serious tone, too easy not to mention the network, didn't try to help too much. The two mockumentaries only had one or two easily missed te- textual disclaimers at the end of the broadcast, and no credits were displayed to indicate that those appearing in the program were actors. Uh, not only that, but as a publicity stunt leading up to the event, and even for a while after, they had put up a website which falsely claimed that the government had seized the site's domain. Oh my god, I love them so much! This is why Rebecca shouldn't be in television. This sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> love it the whole thing was a recipe for disaster a recipe for amazingness no disaster well i mean disaster i'm really excited about this this is about the same time gold shows became a thing in discovery
1: gold oh like the gold mining yeah oh, i did those
0: cats release, Well, i don't know Google it.
1: but i was all excited about the history channel and uh then they started doing those gold mining shows on the history channel and it pissed me off that's not it. where was the gold on the history channel the gold one was on the history channel I was not happy about it. Are you it. sure?
0: I could have sworn The History was one. Channel
1: I mean I'm sure there was one on Discovery, but the History Channel had one.
0: Okay. I am history channel had a lot, but I thought it was Pawn Stars and Oak Island mostly. Wait, is Pawn Stars on History Channel? Yeah, isn't Pawn oh Stars Oh my god, that's depressing.
1: <laughs> history channel should be history, facts, and ancient aliens.
0: Well, they are technically dealing with artifacts in some point cases. I hate you. What? <laughs> Why is this directed at me? I'm sorry. My anger has been uncontrollable lately. Oh, my God. Recipe <laughs> for disaster. Tiffany's childhood ruined. <laughs> NOAA had to make an official statement denouncing the show soon after it <laughs> al- aired. But it's, it's still reported calls related to the television program throughout the year. Nowadays, the program is only found on Amazon Prime, and even without knowing the history, can still be viewed as fairly convincing. Author's note I rewatched this program at a 30 degree angle, double recorded copy to avoid copyright scanners to confirm. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> at least I included a longer disclaimer at the end this time.
1: All right. I know and what while- I'm watching tonight.
0: <laughs> my God. Please tell Matthew it's a real documentary. Oh my God. Yes. We're going <laughs> to. I'm going to make him
1: dye my hair and watch this with me.
0: It's like Rebecca told me about this. He'll know like immediately. It's not (laughs) something you should be watching.
1: After I ask him about his aerodynamic back hair.
0: (laughs) Let me know what that goes for you. And while the bloop may not be a mystery anymore, it was definitely determined to be the sound of an ice quake back in 2005. Ice
1: quake? Oh, yes. That is a thing. I was like, did you mean iceberg breaking off? But that would be
0: okay. Never mind. That is. (laughs) <laughs> yeah there is a meme posted today that's like up some somewhere somewhere in the middle of nowhere posting a tweet about a rock on that like this boulder that fell onto the road and it the tweet said something along the lines of like a large boulder roughly the size of a small boulder <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I posted that in a Discord and so many people were like, oh, we've heard all three of you do exactly this in your <laughs> brains at some point. I'm like, cool. Cool, cool. And Thanks. you just witness it again. <laughs> the blue might not be a mystery. There's still 95% of the Earth's oceans out there with secrets just waiting to be uncovered. Who knows? Merma- Maybe mermaids are real. Yes. Author's note. Here ends the notes. However, I'll let you know why this has been sitting with me for nearly a decade. I was working in an unconditional... Unconditional? Unconditioned unair conditioned probably. Nature Center teaching first graders during the summer of twenty twelve when this aired as part of Monster Week. Oh no. <laughs> I had just taken Evo Bio the previous semester. I had only half paid attention to the program as I was doing calc homework while with it playing in the background. The next day I come into work and vaguely tell my coworkers all with a master's degree <laughs> in biology or above about this. Tr- trying to feel out their reactions. I bet it was beautiful. I got to clean every single cage in the whole place that day as penance. I love this so much. Yes. Oh, damn. I should probably give the intern back his spoon. He might need it for the
1: cages. (laughs) That
0: was magnificent.
1: And not going to lie. It took me far too long into that to realize he was just trying to fuck with me.
0: I think that was the point. He did a damn good job. It's like when any time I start talking about Flat Earth. Oh my God. Or Birds yeah. Aren't Real. I think that episode I got a solid seven minutes in before you and Ashley caught on to what I was doing. Yeah. And I was still on board. Ashley hates says
1: Ashley's probably, I think this may be one of those like psyche out episodes
0: that she may be on board with i don't think so oh well because she's an, an animal person she's like that's not how it works <laughs> in
1: turn valid um well in turn thank you ever so much and rebecca thank you ever so much now um people didn't have to listen to me talk to myself about things that make me angry for an hour <laughs> oh my god
0: are you okay everyone said tiffany gifs of the bebop boys the beepop boys, you are going I have hellfire <laughs> in my soul. <laughs> okay,
1: well Rebecca, thank you. Thank you so much. I adore you. And um oh, I get to do this. Okay. Mm. I'm gonna watch. Oh, you're gonna stare at me and I'm uh-huh. gonna fuck it up. Okay, close my eyes. And on that note
0: Shit <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Remember, friends, everybody has something
0: they think is odd. Let us tell you why it's not. If you have a topic you want us to discuss, you can share it with us on any of our social medias. Links can be found at theladiesestrange.com or you can share your ideas with us either uh, e- by emailing them to us at com, or by joining our Discord. I- I'm there a lot. That, she is. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. She lives there.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Now that just sounds creepy. <laughs> I mean. Uh, what should we do if we like the show, Tiff? Um, for the show? What should we do if we like the
1: show? Oh, hey, if you like the show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And tell all your friends about us and join our Discord and send spoons to everybody because everybody needs spoons these days. Yeah. And keep it strange, lovelies. Bye. Bye.